Welcome to the Fire and Earth Podcast with your hosts, Jason Mefford and Kathy Gruber. Fire and Earth, giving you the keys to unlock your limitless potential. another episode of the fire and earth podcast i'm your co-host kathy groover and i'm jason mefford i just wanted to put a little on that was that good okay well hey we're gonna talk, we're gonna talk about a little whoop or floating through the air a little bit yeah, we right? are. because kathy does something that is pretty pretty amazing in trapeze yeah. and so today we wanted to talk a little bit more about trapeze and how trapeze is actually a parallel to life right so kathy take her away because you know this is there's lots of things in life that are parallels of life yeah right and so we should be learning from everything we're doing and everything we're observing so let's talk about trapeze which is one of the things that you love and and what are some of the things from that that we we learn and can take from to make a better life for ourselves. Yeah. First of all, this is a question everybody asks, how the hell did you get into flying trapeze? That's a great question. Thank you for asking, Jason. So how <laughs> I got into <laughs> I got into you were stolen from the by the circus when you were a little child and I ran away from the, the circus and joined yeah. life. Yeah, okay. exactly. No, I, I'm an adventure junkie and I love trying new things. I love saying yes to things. My motto in high school was go for it. That's what my license plate on my car says now is go for it. Actually says go 40 for it, which seems to confuse people, but it says go for it basically. Um, and so nine years ago, oh my God, how is that possible? Nine years ago, I was doing a massage on a client. She said, you know, I checked out your website. You're so busy. You're writing, you're speaking, you're doing all this stuff. Do you have time for fun? I said, oh my God, yeah. I saw I've been spelunking and rappelling and ziplining and parasailing and paragliding and swimming with sharks and swimming with dolphins. I ran through this list. She goes, good Lord, what's left on your bucket list? And this is sort of the first thing. I said, I don't believe in a bucket list. I said, because to me, a bucket list is the stuff that you write down and you shove it in a drawer and you never go back to it until you're terminal or you're 80 and you realize, oh crap, I guess I'm not getting to Albuquerque. Go for those things that you want to do. If there's something that you want to do and you can do it with the time and the money that you have available to you, why are you not doing that thing? And so when I told her that story, she said, well, what, what do you want to try that you've not done yet? And I said, you know, I've always wanted to try flying trapeze. And as the words came out of my mouth, I went, oh shit, I guess I got to go do that thing. So she's changing her clothes. And I'm literally Googling at that point where I can go do flying trapeze. And the closest place I found was Santa Monica. So a two hour drive from Santa Barbara. And I signed up and I went home that night and I said to my husband, now ex-husband, I said, hey, I'm going to take an only child weekend. I'm going to go to Santa Monica. I'm going to do trapeze. I'm going to spend the night down there and just sort of have a weekend away. He's like, absolutely. I thought it would be a one-time thing. I thought it would be just, oh, check it off the list. And I realized it was the most exciting, invigorating, connected thing that I could possibly do. And so over the so many years of doing it, I've realized it's not only the best exercise ever, it gives you family around the world because we are so connected with other trapeze artists. So that's been an amazing thing. Um, and it's not only a mindfulness practice, it's also that parallel for life. So it's just, it's been such a huge part of my journey and such a huge enlightenment experience for me. Well, as you talked about that, there was, there was a, a new phrase that I heard this week that, that ties into what you were kind of saying there is, is it's, are you marking time or are you living? Uh, and, and that hit me hard because, you yeah. know, I mean, again, the, the older we get and there's, there's different times and seasons in our life in general. Right. But, yep. 
but are we marking time? We're just here, we're hanging around until we die, you know, making a mark each time we go around the sun, or are we actually getting out there and living? Yeah. And so again, that, that example that you just said of, you know, a lot of people talk about bucket lists, but you're right. Most people write down the list, they throw it in their drawer, they never get back to it. Yeah. So, you know, don't wait. And, and, and I learned this, I learned this from my mother. Okay. Um, she, she worked hard. She, you know, her whole life was serving people, working hard, always had this plan. She'd always dreamed, you know, of traveling the world, of doing all these things. She was an only child as well. So she spent a lot of her time in books. Yeah. And, you know, we, we, uh, <laughs> there were two magazines in my house that we subscribed to Reader's Digest for my dad. Uh -huh. and National Geographic, Geographic for my mom. So I would sit and watch, the, you know, read through the National Geographics as well, and also dream of these places to go and see. And so my mom, you know, again, she, you know, we didn't have a lot of money. We, we didn't really travel, you know, because we were just trying to put food on the table, right? Uh -huh. um, and so she went, went through her whole life, finally retired, and now was going to be the time that her and my dad were actually going to go travel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Three bouts of cancer later and dead. Wow. Um, so, you know, that taught me fairly early that don't wait until the end of your life to yep. do the things you want to do. Cause we don't know mm -hmm. if we have tomorrow. Yep. Right. So, you know, again, to that point, it's not on your bucket list, but you, you took action. You know, I yeah. call, I call that like riding the bull. Yeah. You know, if you get a, if you get an opportunity to ride a bull, ride the fucking bull. <laughs> Do that thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? I completely agree with that. Yeah. Well, and so, I and this is, this is where that's a perfect example of what you said with trapeze. So, okay. Yeah. So let's, let's talk about, you know, again, how, how can this be a parallel for life? Yeah. So for those of you who are not familiar with what trapeze looks like, because I've had people think I mean tightrope. I've had people think I mean trampoline. No, no, no. You climb a really tall ladder and you stand on a very little platform and they hand you this bar that's really heavy. It's actually surprisingly heavy. It can weigh 10 pounds. It can weigh 12 pounds. And it starts to pull you out over the net and you're looking down and it looks really far down, understanding that the net has you know holes in it. That's what a net is. So you're seeing all the way to the ground. It's kind of an optical illusion. And you're holding onto that bar and you get your second hand on, you jump off that platform, you soar through the air. The very first trick is you put your knees up on the bar like you would at the jungle gym. You let your hands go. And at the end of the class, you reach for that catcher. They connect you with catch hands. You swing with them for a while and then they drop you gently in the net. And I started to realize the more I was doing this, again, one, it's a mindfulness practice. Because if you're not present, if you're not listening, the one muscle that you have to bring is listening. For, and your core helps too. But listening is the most important one. If you're thinking about something else, if you're jumping ahead to the catch when you're trying to get off the platform, it, everything gets screwed up. So it's about being present and listening in that moment. That's one of the most important things with trapeze. And the few times that I have jumped ahead to another thing or I was rushed or I was stressed or I wasn't paying attention, I've gotten horribly hurt. <laughs> At the very least, you miss your trick. At the very most, you end up stitches, broken fingers, punched in the eye. Having said that, your first, your first, having said that, your first class is very safe. I was doing very hard stuff. So do not discourage yourself from going. It's a, it's, it's a fun thing and very safe. But you climb that ladder. And I think we've all had that thing where it's like, we have something that we have to do and it scares us. 
and we don't think we can do it. And we have to climb that ladder and it's shaky and halfway through you're exhausted and you start to question, oh my God, can I actually do this? And then you get up on this platform and someone gives you something that you're not expecting. You're handed this bar and it's heavy and surprising. And you're like, oh, I don't think I can do this. And at some point you have to jump. You have to just say to hell with it. And you jump off that platform and you soar. And you have to remember that no matter what happens, there's a net. There is always a net there to catch you. And there's always a catcher there for you too. There's always somebody that you can rely on. So there's these safety measures automatically in place. Someone's holding your belt. They can gently place you down in the net. It's just, to, to me, it's like, that's just so many things. You know, we have to do this thing. It's scary. At some point, you just have to say, what the hell, and do it. And there's always a safety measure in place. There's always a net. There's always somebody there to support you. And so every time I fly, I think about that. I think about what is hard in my life that I've been able to jump off that platform and do knowing that I have the support, knowing that that safety net is always there. Well, it's interesting because like you said, you know, as you, as you, you know, yeah, if we, if we just use that as a metaphor for life, right, we're, we're, we're climbing up the ladder, but how much of the time do we freak ourselves out and we say, oh, no, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can do this. And I'm sure you've seen people, you've, you've done this enough. You've seen people, oh, yeah. they get part of the way up the ladder and they decide not going to do this and I'm going to go down. Mm-hmm. Or they get all the way to the top of the ladder and they're standing on the platform and they look down and they have that, oh, shit moment, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm guessing you're, you're up 50 to 100 feet. Oh God, no. 25, to, 25 to 30. Oh, 25, 30 is all. Yeah. Okay. So it's not as high as I was thinking, but still 25 to 30 feet is a lot for people. Yep. Right. Um, especially if you're, if you're afraid of heights. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, the optical illusion of looking down. And I think this is, this is great. Um, Cause there's a scene from Indiana Jones. If you remember, there was that one point where they get to the edge of the cliff and they look down there's this huge chasm between them and the next uh-huh. area over there, right? And and they can't see anything. They think, okay, this is it. We're dead, right? And then realize that, no, there is a path that goes over. It just happens to be camouflaged uh-huh. to look exactly like the area down below. And so it was having that faith to put forward yep. your foot Yep. And actually realize that there is something there. Just like in, in trapeze, the net is there. You might not see it, right? Because those those strings are pretty small compared to mm-hmm. the holes in them. Yep. But there always is a net there. And again, okay, you might get a broken bone. You might, you know, poke yourself in the eye. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, right? But there's going to be a net there. You're not going to die Mm -hmm. doing trapeze right because there's all the safety equipment they've like Mm -hmm. you said they've got you hooked up and it's that way in life so much of the time too we're not gonna die there's a safety net there's people around us Mm -hmm. you know to be able to help us if we get in over our head and again every time that i've done something that scared the shit out of me okay i've got a picture back over there of me going scuba diving in the Red Mm. Sea. I have a fear of drowning, Mm. okay? And and I don't swim that well, but I was there. And again, it was the fuck it, I'm gonna do it. Because, you know, one of my my friends that lived there, he's a 
top uh, scuba diver instructor. Mm. And so I trusted him, yeah. right? I was scared, but I trusted him. Mm-hmm. And the first time I tried to go in, wasn't so good, right? I was getting knocked around. My mm-hmm. flippers were, were, were slipping on the, mo- you know, the, the moss on the rocks. And I, I kept getting knocked around from the waves and I just couldn't do it. And I started freaking out, right? And he looked at me and he could see, yep. he's like, let's just go sit down for a few minutes. So we went and sat down for a few minutes and, you know, came back. Are you ready to go now? Okay, well, let's go in this other side instead, right? And so I went in and again, the whole time I'm sitting there kind of freaking out a little bit. Mm-hmm. But again, it's like, I know my friend has my back. He knows exactly what's what's going on. All I have to do is be, he's, he's going to adjust everything on me that I need to. Yep. And I went down for, I don't know, five minutes. It wasn't very long, but it was amazing. Mm-hmm. And that feeling of euphoria when I came out of the water and it's like, I did something that scared the shit out of me and I did it anyway. Yep. That feeling of joy and elation is like nothing else that you can experience, right? And so if you want to feel those things, it comes after we do the hard work, after we do those things that scare us, right? I'm sure it was the same way with you. The first time you did trapeze, I'm guessing you were probably a little scared or (laughs) were you like, no, let's go. Ah!" Yeah, I was pretty much the no, let's go. (laughs) But just because to me, you know, because I looked at it rationally and went, I'm roped in. And if you do math, I don't do math. But you figure you're hanging from the bar and I'm 5'8". So add another, what, foot and a half of arms. So when you're hanging from the bar at the lowest point, your feet are only about four feet from the net. Mm-hmm. So there's this, this idea of I'm 25 feet up. Yeah, but you're only four feet where you drop gently into the net. So it's like it's perception too. It's this perception of danger. It's this perception of fear. And so often, you know, in stress is simply a per perception of things it's our perspective which we can always shift so you can think i'm 25 feet up or you can think i'm four feet from the net and when i explain it to people that way they go oh that's not as scary you know even on the ladder we have ladder lines so that if you would happen to fall off i've never seen anyone fall off a ladder if you happen to fall off a ladder it catches you so that you don't go tumbling down the ladder there are there are things in place to keep us safe and allow you to have the best experience you possibly can. And I think that's how life is too. You know, it's like, and how often do we get to just soar? You know, we achieve those things and then we soar through the air. And the best part is this catcher when you connect with that person and you know you're safe and you swing out and you get this feeling of, it's truly this feeling of flying. And then they you know, just bloop, they dro- you know, drop you gently down back into the net. And it's just the most it's the most awesome feeling ever. And it was at that moment when I did that catch and I swung out with the catcher that I went, oh shit, I'm coming back to do this again. Well, cause then, then you get it. You feel that adrenaline, you feel oh. the joy of, of actually doing it. You know, and I've seen from, you know, some of your Facebook posts and everything. I don't, I don't know what these things are that you're saying, but it's like, I'm going to do a blah, 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 you know, or I just did a blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah. I don't know, but I'm going to like that because I'm sure whatever it was, was a big deal. I don't know what it was, yeah. but it's, it's a big deal for you too. Right. And again, mm. there's people around us that are cheering. There's not, there's, there's not just people that are there to catch you, but there's people that are there to cheer you on too. Right. Yeah. Because I mean, who doesn't love it when somebody does something 
that's hard yeah. and they do it, it's great. I mean, how many, how many movies are based on that? Of course. Right. Yeah. And, and it's, so there, there's always people there too that are cheering you on. I, I, I love that you said that because I kind of forget about that part of it. You know, we, I was there a couple, uh, maybe two weekends ago and there was a gentleman having his 50th birthday. It was a surprise. His wife, partner, whatever she was, brought him <laughs> as a surprise. Now, I've seen this multiple times where the woman's in like cute shorts and little sandals and her hair and makeup's done and they throw her on the trapeze. She's like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, <laughs> you might want to warn people before you surprise them. But this guy was great. It was his 50th birthday. She got him a flying trapeze something shirt and then said, we're going to do this thing. And he's like, oh my God, this is awesome. He couldn't get his knees up. He couldn't do the, he didn't have the flexibility to get his knees through his hands. So we do something called hawk style where you put your hands in the middle and you bring your legs up and around. And he kind of got that and he kept hooking the lines and the sock came off and, but we were rooting for him. We were cheering for him. It was so fun to watch. And he finally got his catch. He got his legs up. He released his hands. The catcher got him. People in the down on the ground started screaming for him. We were screaming, happy birthday. And, I mean, it was the most exciting thing to watch. And sometimes I actually like sit there and tear up because I remember what that's like that first time to have that exuberant of, I did it. I did that thing. You know, and you're right. It's so supportive and everybody's cheering and screaming. And you could hear on some of my videos, people are just like screaming for me and everybody else that's, that's doing that thing, especially the, the coolest thing is when it's either a kid or an adult, it's like, I am fucking terrified. And you see how scared they are. They're so afraid to hold onto the bar. They're so afraid to jump off the platform. And by the end, they're doing the, you know, the backflip off the bar and they're getting their catch. It's this, this progression. And maybe you get up two steps the first time, halfway up the ladder the second time, all the way up the ladder. You know, maybe you never get to do the knee hang, but you jumped off a freaking platform good for you. Let's celebrate where you are. Let's celebrate all those little achievements along the way, because that's a huge thing too. Well, cause it is, it's, it's those percep, it's the perception again, right. That, that, that a lot of times, you know, like that, as you're sitting there talking, it's like, I don't know if I can get my knees up there. <laughs> right. Well, if I did it, if I don't get my knees up there, if I, if I don't, if I don't do it, am I a failure? No. Because like you said, I still climbed up that ladder. I still tried it, right? I might not have done what I was expecting to do, uh -huh. but did I have fun? Uh-huh. Did I learn something? Uh-huh. Did I go beyond, you know, where I thought I could go? Yeah. Yeah. And so you're, you're right, you know, rack those things up to I did it. I mean, that's, that's, that's how I felt like when I came, came out of the water, it was like, I mean, I just, even, even though, again, it wasn't kind of what I had pictured in my mind, but it was, I did it. I did something that, that actually really scared me yeah. <laughs> and I did it and I didn't die and I can do hard things, right? I used to tell yeah. my kids that, you know, you can do hard things. Well, as adults, we can do hard things too. Right. Yeah. And it's, and it's, celebrating all of the stuff and keeping things in perspective you know and again even still like you said right you've you did that the first time but you keep going back why because you're pushing yourself you're trying yeah. to grow as well right and so that's another lesson in life is you know again am i ever going to go scuba diving again i don't know 
that might that might be a once in a life for me okay but the things that i do enjoy do i try to get better at it do i try to learn do i try to grow absolutely because that's our growth and involvement is one of the main reasons we're on this earth okay yep. so you going back and practicing and doing your xyz hand twisty turn thing right yeah it's helping you to grow as well improving your confidence in life and again it's not we don't just get this from trapeze right as we said at the beginning this is about a parallel to life so you might have been thinking we've been talking about trapeze or scuba diving but we're talking about life folks Okay, so go back and listen to it again. Yeah. If you thought we were talking about trapeze and scuba diving and listen to it again and apply it to your life yep. and how, you know, are you marking time yeah, or are you that. living and growing in your life? I love it. And go for it, you know, step outside of your comfort zone. And maybe it's not trapeze or scuba diving or race car driving or zip line. You know, do something, drive a different way to work. You know, figure out what you want to do. Think of that, that thing that scares you a little bit and just go try it. Yep. Just try it once just to say you did. Throw out the freaking bucket list and go live your life. Go for it. Go 40 for it. Go 40 for it. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be that confusing. Anyway. No, anyway. <laughs> cool. So you can find trapeze rigs in a lot of major cities. There's a website called trapeze.net, which I think is hilarious, where you can find trapeze rigs. There's some in LA, San Francisco, New York, Miami, uh, Chicago, Miami, LA. There's a couple of them here in Santa Barbara. Come up and fly with us at Santa Barbara Trapeze Co. Little shout out. Little shout out. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Little shout out. Touch. Vegas, San Diego. I've flown all over the world. So Well, and it's, and it's one of those things again, too, where if you're not aware of it, but you want to do it, you don't realize how much it's everywhere yeah. too right so again if this is something that you're interested in trapeze.net you're gonna you're gonna find and again it might not be this it might be something else but whatever it is just go do some google searches you're gonna find out there's a whole community of people yeah that want to do or love to do what you want to do as yeah. well and so you know you found that in trapeze as well Totally. So, family all over the world now because of this. So yeah, it's yep. awesome. All right, go out everybody, try something new, stretch yourself, go for it, go 40 for it, throw out the bucket list and live your life now. Don't just mark time. I'm Kathy Groover. I can be reached at kathygroover.com. I'm Jason Mefford. I can be reached at jasonmefford.com. So go out, have a great week, try something new, live a little bit more this week than you did uh, last week. And we'll catch you on the next episode of the Fire and Earth Podcast. See ya. See ya.